0: You for um, another opportunity to uh, dive deep into your word, I thank you for um, your, your blessing of the kingdom, of something outside of ourselves, of something outside of, um, of present existence. Father, I thank you for the fact that you are for us and you are with us, regardless of circumstance, regardless of situation. Um, Father, I pray that uh, your truth be spoken and everything else fall by the wayside. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So welcome back. Um, it's been a minute. Today we're going to address a question that I received on on Reddit um, comparing some Bible verses. It feels like we uh, would, it wouldn't be an episode of the show if we weren't in some way um, looking at the book of matthew (laughs) (laughs) we're going to um, start in first peter uh, chapter one verses uh, three and four all praise to god the father of our lord jesus christ it is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. We've talked about before on here about how Our reward do the things that we do in secret because our real reward is in heaven not you know if we look at the way that Jesus operated he didn't do things with a giant neon sign proclaiming his activities and his actions and things like that Um, it wasn't the way he operated and we're we're told to not operate the same way and this, this again alludes to that idea of an eternal inheritance one that doesn't rot and you know it's, it goes along with the old adage there is no U-Haul uh, behind the hearse you know you right. can't take it with you sort of thing
1: right um, I was trying to actually look through some of my old notes but because <laughs> I I haven't preached on I don't think I preached through actually I do think I preached through first Peter a couple times but I was trying to find my notes on the Matthew 5 one um, <clears throat> I mean just from from what you read there um you know i think there's a there's a differentiation that's made that you know the things that we do experience on this earth um and and they're not just they they're just not the the physical things or the material possessions but even things like relationships and A person's character and stuff like that those those perish spoil and fade (laughs) Um, anything anything we experience can 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 kind of slip through our fingers and and he's giving us hope that at some point in this kingdom life we're not we're not gonna have to deal with things they can slip through our fingers anymore. We're not going to be disappointed by relationships that go bad. Um, we're not going to um, be disappointed in people who we um, who's, whose character has gone down the tubes. Um, and and to be honest with you, I I can't even imagine something an an existence where things. Don't perish, spoil, or fade, like like milk never goes bad. <laughs> I mean, it's it's as miraculous as that. Um, you know, things things are 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 moving in the opposite direction than what they are now. Um, there's a term called entropy, where if things are left alone, just to their own destiny they'll they'll perish spoil and fade they'll rot and rust and unless unless somebody does something to keep them from doing that um and and in the kingdom that we will experience someday um there's not going to be anything like entropy um it's going to be something that actually keeps getting better and better and better instead of worse and worse and worse and that's what we hear all the time in this world now is things are getting so bad <laughs> they just keep getting worse <laughs> and to even dream of an existence where things just don't even just stay neutral things just keep getting better and better and better we're never going to be bored in the kingdom um, right. that's to come that's um that's enough to get
0: excited about (laughs) a little bit and it's one of those misconceptions that I think for a lot of people when they hear the word heaven they think of you know fat baby angels playing harps and just you know walking around on golden roads the whole time and all of that Um, and from what I've read it's a little bit more three-dimensional than that it's a little bit more complex and varied than that right because everything that exists now
1: every dimension that we live in now the physical world the spiritual world the relational world the economic world the political world guess what all of that still exists in the kingdom
0: that's to come and it's amazing to think (laughs) the pure version yes. of all of that.
1: Yes. Like you can't even imagine the pure version of the political world.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, to where Jesus is king, end of discussion. <laughs> yeah. End of, end of all voting, end of all elections, <laughs> Jesus is king, get used to it,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. The um, The person who asked the question, was having a hard time reconciling that verse that talks about eternal inheritance with Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth. Taking it from a flesh and blood earth as we know as the word is defined in 2020 earth. And I think this speaks to something that we have spoken about before, and I'm sure on this show we will speak about again, that when the kingdom of God is taught, anything outside of the earth, it's either jumps to one of two things, either heaven or post-revelation earth, post-second coming, quote-unquote, new earth. Right. And as we've talked about, you know, when you read through the Beatitudes, when you read through the Sermon on the Mount, um, and especially, you know, through, four, or through 5, 6, and 7, there's a very uh, present tense yeah. aspect to it. Because the alternative, and this is something that turned the page for me about a year and a half ago. Where Holy Spirit woke something up in me that there is, there has got to be, if if the Bible is to be taken as, as the ultimate truth that it is, then there's got to be something more to this existence than slogging through this life, you know, living 60, 70, 80, 90 years, and then to get to the actual good stuff, that this is right. just... A waiting room so to speak for for heaven and it's kind of it kind of you know invokes that feeling of kind of what's the point if that's the case right? and so we read this and we understand that that this is very much this very much has um, implications to the everyday life and you had mentioned the not yet to come kingdom but this isn't so much of a physical location cue as it is the present kingdom here on earth cue Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and and that's that's the way jesus
1: introduces the whole um subject of the kingdom it's like i'm here (laughs) i'm on the earth um the kingdom is at hand um so so you're you know you're here you people that i'm teaching and preaching to um i'm here um the kingdom is at hand we're in the context of living life on this earth and uh so this is this is the way things work now now they're all moving towards something they're all moving toward what peter described um and we can be confident in in what he promised there but yeah, like you said, this is not a sit around and twiddle your thumbs type of existence, waiting for the pie in the sky to happen. Um, this is this kingdom is grounded in, you know, terra firma, the the earth, <laughs> um, right. Right. relationships, how we treat people, how we how we um, live our life with God. It's it's all within this physical human life that He's allowed us to to the honor to live
0: I have been going through um, Jesus's parables and something a, a core theme that once you take large chunks of what Jesus says all together you see a connective tissue of the way that he presents the kingdom we discussed this Greek word called metanoia a radical perspective change and when you read this when you go through what jesus has to say you realize that he's flipping the standard that we have the social standard that we have the value system that we have and he's he's taking that honor shame system that even still today, in 2020, if you need a reminder that the Bible is made is relevant and all for all of time, read through the parables because the things that are being said of the people back then could be said for people today as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you take this, and the other half of this that I think is is commonly uh, mistreated is the word meek. Right. In 2020, I think we've made that word synonymous with cowardice, weakness. When in actuality, if you look up the the definition of meek, it's power under control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the
1: two, one, a couple of word pictures that go along with that are, um, you know, if you take a, a wild stallion um, who's got a lot of power, but it's not under control, <laughs> and you have to break what we call break that horse um and 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 get him to a point where he is submissive to a saddle and a bridle and a bit and a rider (laughs) and you harness that power um and and move it in the right direction um you know another picture could be you know Uh, a giant ship you know without a rudder you know just just going wherever i want to but all you need is a little rudder and comparatively and 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 it, it, it it allows that power to be moving in the right direction and so yeah this this idea of meekness is um you know not 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 power that we um abuse people with not power that we um use for our own you know gain um but but a power that brings kingdom (laughs) and we all we all have that capacity to do that uh i don't i don't think most christians realize that joe that that we have the ability to bring kingdom to this earth right Right. um just by the way we live out matthew five six and seven and so in that way um you know i i believe that that to inherit the earth (laughs) means that we we bring it we help bring kingdom to it so that we can um, live the full life here on earth that he wants us to live um, you know in John um, I think it's 10 John uh, chapter 10 you know the re, one of the reasons Jesus came was to give us life and to give it abundantly well where, where do we live that life now we live it here um, and so again earth is not this big waiting room like you said earth earth was actually given as a gift to Adam and Eve and and he was told to have dominion over it uh, not, to not abuse it you know to not wreck it <laughs> um, but to to have dominion over it to, to, to exhibit a, a, a controlled power over it a meekness over it that allows it to be everything that, that, that God wanted it to be for us on this planet um, and and we all know that 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 proud people and 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 people that just allow their their authority and their power to go to their head they they really don't experience um what life is supposed to be on this earth Um, they're forfeiting it they're not inheriting it (laughs) Um, throwing it away they're not experiencing what what kingdom you know, on this earth is supposed to look like.
0: When you take a look at the way, everything, the totality of the way that Jesus presented life and the way that he, this is, when he presented the, the kingdom playbook, so to speak, you realize that even in the things that he is saying, are prosperous to in in the kingdom are the some of the very things that you would think in the world that the world would say why why do you need that why do you need to control yourself You control your power or you know why would you want to be poor in spirit or humble or something along those lines when in actuality you're talking about discipline that's essentially another word for for being this is that is to be able to have the discipline to be able to have self-control and then you're talking about um, the fruits of the spirit you know these very things that are taken as negatives are uh, the very merits of 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 what occur of how a Christian should be living out this life
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well and you know I, I think you know getting back to um, you know this person's question about um, So are we going to inherit things in heaven or are we going to inherit things on earth? (laughs) Are we going to inherit heaven or are we going to inherit earth? Um, I think if you go through scripture you see the phrase heaven and earth a lot. Um, God created them both and uh, honestly in Revelation it says that um, you know he's going to make everything new that includes heaven and earth. and god actually comes to earth and makes his dwelling among us again right um so this whole phrase that i'm sure you know our listeners have heard from time to time you know you know die and go to heaven um and and we're gonna be in heaven for the rest of our lives well that that's really not the case (laughs) i mean there there's going to be um a, 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 a revised, a refreshed, a renewed, a restored Earth that Jesus will actually reign um, on and over. He, his feet will come and touch the Mount of Olives again at some point, and um, and we're we're going to be on this Earth. So, in in that sense, um, yeah, we're we're going to we're we're going to be the receivers of. I mean we think earth is incredible now you know with nature and everything that we just have to contribute to a creator we can't just contribute it to some random you know evolutionary process we have to contribute it to a creator because how else would it have gotten you know this complex and this this amazing um if it's that amazing now just think what a renewed and a refreshed and a restored earth is going to be and you know right, what? Right. We get that again. We get it again. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's our inheritance. We're children of God, and um, children inherit things from their parents. And that's one of the things that we're going to inherit as his kids.
0: You know, it is a beautiful thing when you realize that not only is the here and now not the only thing, but it's that pure version we're gonna get the best version of it what it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. and we're also gonna get um the best version of ourselves (laughs) um you know the 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 true um as much as we try to peel away the masks and you know deny ourselves and slay the false self in this life um you know, there is going to be a purity to who Jamie is. There's going to be a purity to who Joe is. And we're going to be able to experience one another in a human type of relational intimacy that um, is just going to blow us away, I think. Because I, I read something recently that um, that at least 40% of who we experience in each other um, is a is a wall of resistance so that you know even even you and me you know as as, as good of a friends as we are and as as good as we think we know each other um, you know you're you're probably only interacting with 60% of real Jamie and the other 40% are still my walls of resistance that kind of are up that you may not even know about. <laughs> right, right. But if they were down, you, you, would, you, you would be able to tell.
0: And right, so right. even
1: even that type of an inheritance in and in a, in something that's not gonna spoil or fade um, is, again, it's, it's mind boggling to think about because we just think that this world in our existence is it. Um, And a lot of Christians who don't believe that the kingdom of God is present now sorry but they're really stuck (laughs) they're they're screwed I mean it's like like what do they have to live for they just have something in the future to live for that they can barely even describe or 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 imagine and um, again I'll go back to it Jesus transferred us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom uh, into his kingdom and and we have to realize that our context has changed our environment has changed and we have to understand what and i'll use the word require but i don't mean that as a negative term we need to understand what jesus requires in this new in this new context
0: part of what he requires is meekness when you're showing that kind of restraint, and you're showing things like you're you're living these out of like mercifulness and love, peacemakers, you're tapping into the very heart of God. I've heard commentators me, uh, mention the allusion to, you know, inheriting the earth to uh, the uh, the the promise of to Israel in the Old Testament, the covenant promise. Um, And we realize when you take the whole of of the scriptures from from start to finish, um, though I, you know, the the New Testament or the Old Testament is is not the easiest to get through. But when you read through the whole of it, you realize that it does it's the same God just throughout the period of time through, you know, through different circumstances, same God and he's the same promise keeping god he's the same um you know the same loving and giving and forgiving god and so he calls us to be um co-heirs and he calls us to be rulers and when we live this out and we tap into the very heart of God we are tapping into the Father We are tapping into the Creator our Heavenly Father and like you said when you when you do that you are accepting sonship you're accepting your place at the table so to speak Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the place at the table
1: has certain rights and privileges yeah Um, and we may give some sort of mental assent to being co-heirs and being beloved sons and daughters of God, um, but we shy away from the rights and the privileges that come along with that. <laughs> um, maybe because we don't think we deserve it, or maybe we don't want the responsibility. Right. Uh, maybe... Um, Maybe we just want the title but we don't want the work to go with it. <laughs> um, there's lots of different possibilities, but you know, you just you know, I know lots of people who say, Yeah, I want to be identified as a co heir and as a as a this and as a that and as a son or as a daughter. I mean, yeah, yeah. And but with with those titles come responsibility because comes, comes lots of gifts and and um, things that, that God wants to give to us, and yeah, we're willing to accept what you know some of those um, inheritances are. Uh, but again, with it comes responsibility. And I think if we want to live fully in the kingdom now, we have to we have to accept responsibility for what that looks like.
0: Yeah there is a process to our existence there is a a literal birth there's our time here our process here of pushing forward the kingdom here on earth and the way that we are to call to live and it's not just a just a a set of of good deeds that you need to do and uh and uh you know moralism and things like that no you're engaging Holy Spirit in the heart of God when you do these things when that is your heart's posture you've you've opened yourself up to this this richer and deeper relationship with the Father
1: Yeah, I actually read something in an email this week from someone um, and he said something to this effect that you can't have Holy Spirit unless you have kingdom, and you can't have kingdom <laughs> unless you have Holy Spirit. Um, so with with if you I mean if you really want the Spirit in your life, um, you're gonna have to accept the whole of what He brings with Him, and that is life in the kingdom. Um, if you really want to live in the kingdom and be respond and be a responsible citizen in it. Then you are going to have to say, "Okay, I, I'm going to have to walk in the Spirit. <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, live a life that displays the fruit of the Spirit." You can't you can't take one and leave the other. Right. Uh, right. So if you you know if you really are passionate about Holy Spirit and walking in Him and and um, then then you then you're you're basically saying okay, I'm, I'm going to live as a fully functioning citizen in this kingdom then. Yeah. And that has an effect on the earth. <laughs> that has an effect on people. Um, and you're so right, Joe, and I've said this a bazillion times, the Christian life is not about living a list of, of dues. This is not Jesus handing us a list of, of stuff that we need to work on. He's handing us a context in which to live. And it is more glorious and more healing and and honestly more exciting than anything we could ever come up with.
0: You, you touched on an interesting concept. It's one that I have struggled with um, for, for quite some time. And I only feel like just now I am starting to uh, understand what the Bible means when it says... Um, be, be the light. Be the salt of the earth. You see, uh, later on in Matthew, in Matthew five, um, the the talk of of salt and light. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness. How can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I I've read this and I'm like, yeah, mm, that's flowery. That's nice, and flowery to say, to just you know be the light of the world. Just be different, and people will know you because you're different. Um, but the problem is, is is growing up, and in my circumstance, uh, I hadn't ever seen, I hadn't seen that lived out, and. Um, it's, it wasn't until um, our, our mutual friend and the, the, uh, the co-host of, of Buddy Walk uh, that I saw that lived out for the first time, and it was the first exposure that I had had from it because I just I couldn't put my finger on it. The dude was just different. You know what I mean. And the more time that I spent um, praying, and asking god to um help, help me see what that something else was because there was a puzzle piece that just wasn't making sense like we talked about about how this life just being the slug and to get to the to get to the good stuff well okay i've got my fire insurance i can do whatever i want now and then i've got my fire insurance it's all gravy from that point um when when you realize that there is something present to the kingdom, you realize that you in every single day, doesn't matter the circumstance, doesn't matter the situation, good, bad, or indifferent, you get the ability to be able to live with this victory that gets that that just that blares from deep down in your soul and that when when you tap into that yeah it it most certainly has an effect on this world it's supposed to have an effect on
1: this world right Right. well okay so consider this and this is just something that holy spirit's given to me right now I, i i i i've never i don't think i've ever preached it this way before but you you know you just read the you are the salt of the earth you are the light of the world section Um, you know is this what kind of what salt is this what light is this is this just arbitrary salt is this just arbitrary light Is, is he just giving a couple of good word you know nice word pictures you know what is the salt what is the light well I'll submit to all of us today just read verses 3 through 12 again. <laughs> that is light. That is salt. Um, and you know what? And everything that comes after it, too, everything that comes after that section, That that's, you know, salt is not, okay, let's just do a couple good deeds for the day, you know, on our own terms, you know, I'll, I'll determine what a good deed is, and I'll do it, and that's hopefully people will see that and glorify God in heaven no he, he just told us what salt and light are it's it's blessing people when they insult you yeah that's light that is salt um, it's it's being persecuted for righteousness that is light that is salt people will see that and and glorify god because of it at least that's what he promises and so i i i i think for too long we've kind of um determined what salt and light are (laughs) based upon what we're comfortable with (laughs) Uh, but i think he just told us what they were
0: so You know, for those of you that aren't, that aren't, you know, you guys can't see this, obviously, this is an audio cast, not a video cast. This book right here, the Holy Bible has become one of the most sanitized pieces of literature. If you walk into the average church service, but in its contents is the most radical news of inclusive salvation. That humanity's ever known and so when you have this and i know we're 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 going a little bit outside of the parameters of the initial question that were at that was asked but to see this the first peter section is kind of straightforward in the idea of the eternal inheritance the greater version of the everything that we see except for perfect which is crazy to think about this is a little bit more complex because unfortunately nine times out of ten this is this is just okay so this is this is a good way to get to heaven is what this is is what's taught a lot of the time that this is what you need to do to get to heaven when when in actuality there is a our, our existence here, it's not a mistake. Our time here is not a mistake. We are called to be the church, Christ's representative here on this earth during the time that we are on it. And when you do this, you are living out the greatest command that was ever given the greatest set of marching orders ever given and living in a way that is so incredibly radical from what the world says to says to do that you can't help but like people can't help but but take like oh that person just cut you off in traffic and you're not getting mad about it that person just you know slandered your name you're just, you know, you don't get along with that person and you're not looking to one up them? Really? That's victory, folks. And and part of that is that multifaceted aspect of inheriting the earth in a here and now sense, in a then and there sense.
1: Yeah, you get to live you get to live life now. You don't have to wait for it. Uh, now it's you know life on this earth has its bumps and bruises, challenges, struggles. we all know that. Um, but to be able to um, to be able to bear the insults and the persecutions of people and not take revenge, <laughs> you know to to allow, as Paul says in Romans 12, to let let the Lord, <laughs> avenge, <laughs> do not take vengeance into your own hands, to be able to be that controlled, to have, yeah. to be, to have that much power to be able to take revenge, and, and I mean, that's a perfect example of meekness. That, and, and not use your power to avenge yourself and, and to take revenge on someone else. Um, that's possible okay a life outside of the kingdom my friends that's not possible that's why you have carnage (laughs) in this world because we're just we're gonna we're gonna take revenge you know we're going to make somebody pay we are going to um, you know eye for an eye tooth for a tooth whatever and the things that Jesus proposes that can happen in the kingdom like you said, are radically different than what happens in this world. And that is truly living. Yes. Um, To be able to sit back and go, okay, Lord, it's yours. I'll let you take care of this. I wish I could go knock their block off. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to give them over to you and you can do with them whatever you wanna do. And just to step back away, and that 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 is truly living um a life of you know i i, I go back to one of my favorite movies the, the princess bride you know uh, <laughs> my name is eminigo montoya you killed my father prepare to die you know he just lived a life of revenge and then at the end of the movie he finally got it you know he killed the six-fingered man right and, um, and it really didn't bring him all that much joy didn't really bring him all that much satisfaction. He didn't know what to do after he did that. It wasn't like that was the apex of his life. And so um, I just go back to the kingdom allows us to do things that that are impossible outside the kingdom. In this world, things just kind of blow apart.
0: People do what they want, but that's not really living. Yeah. I think in in our own ways um, with as long as we have known each other we can say that we are probably living now more than more than ever like really living in the in the in the heart sense in the spiritual sense in the you know fully embracing life on a much deeper level than before and so when you when you tap into this, when you realize that it's not as simple as you follow a list of rules, you get to you get your inheritance. Like it, you know, you go to a you go to a job and you work eight hours, you get one you get one day's worth of pay. That it's so much deeper than that. That this life is so much richer, and God has so much more in in store for us when we um lean into his understanding there is a um there's a there's a verse in philippians um you know that that says that we, that we don't have to be strong enough right and so so for somebody like me who i come from the background as you guys know i've, I've talked about this before coming from the background where strength is currency you don't you know you're not if you're not strong enough then you're not good enough well the bible says i i don't have to be this you read read through that again read through through matthew 5 again read through philippians it says I, i i don't have to be strong enough as a matter of fact being understanding and being humble, getting the fact that it doesn't matter how much money you got, how many things you have, all the cars, all the money, all the things, all the good deeds you do, none of, we all need the exact same radical salvation. And, and, and accepting that allows you people, people often mistake that you're living out of a weakened posture. When, I, rem- I remember being a teenager, and I was, I was not the most pleasant chaps at, during my teenage years. And I'm like, turn the other cheek. What? What, so that way they can hit you on that one too? You know what I mean? And you realize that like, even still today, it's it's the temptation the temptation remains the human condition remains where somebody does something wrong you want to you know you want to stone them like the 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 flesh uh, the flesh in you says let let them get what they deserve i have to laugh in the new testament where the apostles asked jesus okay they said no can we can we read down hell uh heaven fire on them can we you know And, and you realize that man these guys That Jesus picked to be the ones to walk with him during his earthly ministry still had that exact same temptation for those things. And that is why it's called the upside down kingdom. That is why we talk about how living life in the kingdom can be so difficult. Because it is so counterintuitive to every single thing that the human condition says. But the blessing of that, again, goes back to the core of what we're talking about here, that there's a three-dimensional aspect to life, and especially our life in the kingdom, that just blows anything the any of the bad of this world out out of the water and i mean that and i really i listeners i want you to hear what i just said and i and know that i understand the implications of what i just said because i really do mean all of it yeah it's that there there is a reward
1: um and, and we don't do it for the reward um but the the there is there is a theology of rewards in heaven and it's not because you lived a good life um it's i believe it it's how how functional you were within the kingdom <laughs> i i really do i, I there's Again, it, we, we, don't, we don't do these things because, ooh, goody, Jesus is gonna give us some type of a reward when we get there, you know, a blue ribbon or a trophy or something like that, or, or a bigger mansion. We, we don't do it for that. Um, we do it, in the phrase of Paul, you know, we do it because the, the love of Christ compels us. We do it because there's a, a deeper compelling in our spirit, it, it's because we love Jesus. But at the same time um jesus said you know um store it for yourselves treasures in heaven you know great is your reward in heaven there there are some things that he will not uh, they're not going to be left unnoticed and 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 i appreciate that about god (laughs) you know he he notices i mean he, he notices when when we're, when, we're, when we're struggling to live in this counterintuitive tension that we're in, you know, we're, we're citizens of this earth, but we're citizens of heaven. <laughs> we're, right. we're citizens of the United States of America, wherever you're listening, and we're, we're citizens of the kingdom. And just that truth um, causes tension. And yeah, I want to get to the point where I, I, I default to the way the kingdom works do i always do that no <laughs> many times i default to the way my own little kingdom works or the way culture or society tells me it should work right. but right. as we continue to walk in the spirit as we continue to mature okay. i think the way that we kind of monitor that or gauge that is okay how how often am i defaulting naturally to the way of the kingdom instead of, you know, rats, you know, I did it, I did it wrong five times, I'm finally going to do it right the sixth time, you know, um, so I, I would, I would encourage all of our listeners to, um, again, and I've said this before, it's not, um, you know, are you, are you a better Christian, or do you have Christ more formed in you, um, you know, more today than you did yesterday, it's not that type of a of a gauge because i could have had a very bad day (laughs) you know we all have our bad days but you know look over the course of your life look over the course of the last year two years five years and say am i is this counterintuitive culture actually not so counterintuitive anymore (laughs) is it is it becoming what i do naturally because I have been washed in, in, in his blood it's because I've been walking in His spirit it's because um, that Jesus continues to be formed in me um, and that that's again I'll just go back to that phrase that's what that's what truly living is
0: now yeah. all right so with that um, we hope that um, that was able to provide um, a sense of answer to, uh, to the question of inheritance. And um, stay tuned for an announcement on a spot where if you have questions, um, if you have things that you might want to see covered, um that there will uh be a community for that so with that uh do you want to go ahead and close this off in prayer yes jesus i, I thank you that you
1: um have provided um a new way to live uh, a new context in which to live and as we continue to explore that that world that kingdom world that you brought with you um May we just be explorers and discoverers of that in a way that um, little kids are excited about what they find in this physical world when they go out and play and and just begin to take in everything that you've created. Uh, May we do the same thing with your kingdom, Lord. May we discover the gifts and the gems and the jewels that are a part of what you've given us. That, um, that just tell us even more that what you have have brought to us this abundant life that you've brought to us um, is um, totally unmatched by anything that that this world has to offer. And so, Jesus, I thank you that we have been um, re identified in you and that we can uh, live in a new identity but with that lord comes responsibility so may we all step up to the plate uh, not because we're trying to be moral or we're trying to be better than somebody else but just out of a sense of of growing and maturing in you uh, may we understand what that means um, to live more completely in your kingdom Lord, we love you. Thanks for loving us first, because that's what got this whole thing started. (laughs) Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.